Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your hosts A-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Everybody out there in the DC universe, welcome to another episode of Stranded Gotham, episode 55. 55, the Hideki Matsui episode. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows. We're going to batmanonfilm.com. There's a tab, ELTDs there, Gotham Outsiders are there, uh, Ryan Lauer's Batman Book Club, Comics on Consoles, just. Go check out all the all the great shows. Uh, Italian Spider Man Coalition that's on there too as well. Um, I'm your co-host from the Hudson's uh, uh, the the other side of the Hudson River. I'm Peter M. Vera, and uh, today we're recording on November eighth. And it's always a great show for you. But remember, we have a monthly contest. And if you, the faithful listeners, rate and review the show on uh, what's it called Apple iPod Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, and we read it and we review it, you uh, you win a prize. Uh, we do have a prize winner for last month. We will uh, read his review uh, at some point in the episode. So October's is done. November's is beginning. So get those reviews in. Uh, now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the East Marion mashed potato cooking champion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the king of Long Island, the rockin' jockin' fisherman himself, Eric Holzman. Hello there. Hello How there, people. Hello there, Pete. Hello there, world. Hello there, everybody. Well, it's it's interesting, Eric, because there's a specific someone in uh, in our circle of friends who claims to have the best mashed potatoes on the planet, <laughs> yet you are an actual mashed potato champion. So I'm just wondering, possibly in March, are we going to find out who is the real deal? I don't know. Um I don't know if we're going to have a, a mashed potato off, <laughs> if that's what we're going to call it. I don't know. We call the mash uh, off, right? I guess we can, yeah. Um, I don't know. He's. I try not to to mess with him on this specific thing. Uh, he seems very proud of, of his of his mashed potatoes. So I kind of okay. You can have the mashed potatoes. Um, all I know is my father's mashed potatoes were legendary. Like if you talk to people, mm. they will they remember him for them if they've ever eaten at my house or somewhere where my dad made the potatoes. So um, I've kind of picked up on that and, and learned to do it myself. So uh, mine are no, I mine are good. I, I think there's a challenge here somewhere. But I've never, I wasn't, I did not get the heaping of mashed potatoes when when I went to Rick's house way back when. Uh, a few years ago, but Justin did. So Justin Kowalski. Oh, no, so Justin's actually eaten the famous mashed potatoes. Yes, Justin has eaten the mashed potatoes. He ate the steak Rick made him. He made. Him I knew about else. the steak. I know Justin yeah. got like a T-bone steak, like something like really delicious. Like I remember, I I didn't Rick. You know, Rick didn't invite me over for steak night, so I was eating at uh, Whataburger and Chewy's. <clears throat> I was I kind of just fell into that. Uh, it was a weird, weird situation how all that happened. But I just kind of fell in, and Rick was like, "Oh, come over." And then when I went there the next day, the day we he took us around Dallas, that's Rick's the day like, that you Justin, like politics. Come on over. Yeah, Take I just kind of went over there. Uh, yeah, that was when I met everyone. It was cool. <laughs> it was a cool time. Rick was great. I have to give him. I get, say this all the time. He didn't know me at the time at all. And he was so gracious, and it was really, really nice of him to take care of me. That Ricky Joe. Visited. So, yes. Yeah, so it was very, very nice, and I'm forever grateful for that, being a guy who literally at the time didn't know anyone. I just went there on a whim <laughs> and said uh, I talked to these guys on, on Twitter. I mean, I, I was in the same with. place, though. I mean, I didn't know anybody that, that knew. Yeah, I didn't know you. That's the weird thing. I didn't know Pete yet either. Now we're going back, guys. Well, I didn't know Pete you yet drove either. Me. Where did you drive Yes, you and then you when we bar. left the movie theater – they, Pete and his friend Pete and Nick actually. Uh, He's from Long guy. Island. Yeah, and he he produced a couple of our um, Iceberg Lounge shows. Um, 
Pete and Nick were both there, and I drove them from the movie theater to the Ginger Man. We went to the Ginger Man that was in I'm Dallas. Were, I don't remember where we went. Uh, there's a Ginger Man in Man- Manhattan that I love. It's an mm-hmm. excellent beer bar. It has so many different kinds of beers. But there was also one in Dallas, and uh, that's where we went. So that was okay. Yeah, going back, the Wonder Woman watch party. That was the Wonder Woman watch party. Yeah, yeah, and that's when I first met Pete. So that was it. Not, this would not be happening if I didn't go there. If it wasn't for Wonder Woman. Yeah, pretty much. So, so that's good. So, there's stuff. a quick trip around memory lane, people. Uh, Pete, do you want to do you want to bring up the the um? Do you want to give the contest winner now? You want to? Okay, give so, yeah. So I will. I will. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Right. Ready? Ready? Because it's a great gift. He's he's getting a McFarlane Joker action figure, yes, or he or awesome. she, whoever they are. But uh, Zombie Killer, <laughs> that is the handle. <laughs> wrote us a nice review on October 19th tremendous pod this podcast is unbelievable if you want to listen to two dudes get their nerd on in a fun entering way this is the podcast for you five star review uh, utterly positive thank you so much uh, zombie killer contact us on social media uh, straight OG podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on so uh, that well that's our email uh, or on social media that is in the DMs uh, straight underscore O underscore G on Instagram and Twitter um, yeah remember you can't if you're going to DM us on Twitter. You can't do it unless you follow. So follow first. Then oh, we'll, definitely. Well, either one of us or the straight OG account doesn't matter. That's they got to follow us to know we do the contest. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, that I think our we're own, game. well, they have to follow SOG, but they don't have to follow us. So they should follow all, right. all three. It should, it should I agree. Be. They should because <laughs> our best it. content. Our best content is usually on our personal accounts because that's where we get stupid or crazy um, more than the show account. So, I mean, I don't so, not that. I mean, if you want to call Ooks stupid and crazy, <laughs> I think we better have a conversation. So I want to thank you, Zombie Killer, for the love. Uh, I hope you enjoy Killer. your prize. <laughs> uh, I loved, I do love the name because it was October, Halloween, all that stuff. It's awesome name, Zombie Killer. So yes, awesome. It's very fitting. Awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, very, very fitting. So thank you for the love. And we hope you enjoy your, your prize. Um, <laughs> I would have enjoyed the prize if I was the one. So I'm glad. I still can't get over the name. Yeah, it's just an, it is. It's an awesome name. I love it. So that's great. All right. So on top of that, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into the into it? I, I, what, what was that, Eric? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I was just using my lawnmower for Whoa! Um, Whoa! Yeah. You know, so so amazing, so discreet, so silent, and the flashlight helps. No one will know you're, you know, maintaining the lawn. The maintenance exactly. Is there. The lawn maintenance is there. Oh. You are your own landscaper. You Just let me finish up real quick. Hold on. Just let me get the edges. It's all right. It's from the waist up. Like, Eric can't see what's going on. It just... Don't nick you. yourself. Don't nick yourself. No, that well, be- I, I had to get rid of the, the mantle lanterns. I mean, obviously, it's November, so... <laughs> Don't forget. So, people, as them. you know... Yes, as you know, what Pete is talking about, of course, is Manscaped. So, we're going to talk about this real quick. Um, we want to thank all of you actually for for who used our promo code in October. We have now entered into an official that was kind of our test period. Now we're into an, an official partnership mm-hmm. with Man, Manscaped. We have we um, satisfied their requirements. I guess is the best way to say it. We're no longer and free they, agents. We have, yeah, we have we're no longer free agents. They have signed us, so it's a very very cool time. So remember, guys, you can get still get twenty percent off using our code Gotham over at Manscaped.com. Um. Go over there, check out all the products, as Pete and I have talked about many, many times. Crop preserver is great. Smells great. Yep. Yeah, Good literally the, that stuff, that stuff, the cologne and the spray, and all, it's really, really great. Because uh, as, you know, guys don't talk about this stuff much. I need to re-up, man. I need to re- – I need to uh, – <laughs> I need a new bottle of uh, preserver. Yes. Yeah, we don't talk about this stuff much. It's just not so, like women talk about this kind of stuff. Like they talk about their 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 I'm stuff always, going on. I don't and, know, man. I get sometimes my, my junk gets sweaty, and it's like, oh man, got sweaty down there. You know? Yeah, like you might say it in passing, but you don't talk about products with your friends. Normally, Maybe not the right? product. A- you know what? You're right. Guys will be like, my balls are sweaty, but they won't be like, yeah. my balls aren't sweaty anymore because I use Manscaped. So right. I think we exactly. need to start the conversation. Exactly. Like women, I have, I, as I don't know if I've ever said this on air, but I have seven older sisters and I have heard about womenly things my entire life. 
Womenly things. Um, things that that guys and most boys probably should not hear. I have heard in my life. I don't want to get into a whole a whole big conversation about it. But but women talk about that stuff. I could just say in in public, just blah blah. They don't care. They talk about it. Men, we don't. We're much more sensitive when it comes to those things. But again, guys, yeah. manscaped. Since we've had this. It's been great for me. I could say that. It's just it's nice cooling feeling down there with the spray and the deodorant. It's it, it, if you get a little funk going on, you know that the smell is much better. You know, I don't have get, any more funk. There's no more. Right, funk. exactly. The funk is gone. So, guys, check it out again. Lawnmower 4.0, the ball, um, the crop preserver. Is the other one called the crop duster? No, I don't know. Uh, um, just go there, check it out. Again, 20% off if you um, use our code Gotham <laughs> on manscaped.com. If you get the main package too, they give you this nice little carrying case. It's called shed. the shed. Yeah. So it's not a she shed. It's just a shed. Oh, God. Uh, so it's something so, – uh, um, Guys, just go check it out. And again, thank you guys all again for, for supporting us in October. We appreciate it. And you go again, hit it hit it back this month. Christmas is coming, gifts, stocking stuffers, whatever you're gonna do. You know, let you the know. missus know she gets the free shipping. Right. You know, so one good for you. always yes, and always, you know, they have all the stuff to protect your family jewels. They have everything over there for you guys to to make that situation better. So again, thank you. Go over go check manscaped.com. Okay, so we haven't done one of these in a couple of weeks because we did our Halloween show. So we haven't been doing – we kind of skipped over the news for a few weeks. So we're going to go back a little bit, discuss some things that, that we heard about at the end of October and actually a story that just came out today and one that came out yesterday too. So there's a there's couple a lot of things that have been happening. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. But we're going to – complaining. People are complaining. But we also have some trailers. So do you want to do the trailers first? Let's do the trailers first. Right, let's, let's, I let's sure. Start. You want to do trailers first? Let's, let's start with the trailers. trailers. So there was a quick little teaser trailer that came out about Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Yeah. Um, I think this is the fourth one. Yes. And it, it was only 19 seconds. It literally is a teaser, which is cool. Like, you know. And it's not a all it does is show like jump moments, scary jump moments. Like, that's it. It's like, boom, they show one, they show another. I feel it looks already better than three, though, to be brutally honest. Like, three's not good. I like the first yeah. two. Um, but uh, I- I'm into this. Like, I'll see I'll see Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it seems a lot of things are being reborn, rebooted, as we, you know, as we know, Scream and, um, you know, Halloween, Halloween a couple yeah. years ago, which we talked about, that was rebooted. So a lot Dude. of things in horror are, yeah. Yeah, Dune, another one. So a lot of things have been redone recently. Spider Man, another one. Keaton. We're going to talk Carter. about. We'll talk about Spider Man later. <laughs> it's We're a theme. Do, we'll talk about Spider Man later, but yeah, there's been a lot of that going on. So, um, but yeah, I agree. It, it it's enough to keep at least pique your interest. Like um, those, what they showed. Who doesn't like going so. to see like even an average horror movie? As long as there's a couple jump scares. Yeah. Right. The jump scares are what to me has been lacking in a lot of horror recently. So if this brings those back, yeah, I'll be down for then, that. Why not? Then I'm down for that. So that that's I'm all yeah, for that it. would be that'd be very cool. The other trailer, um, of course, let's do the new Michael Bay movie. It's gonna this be on Netflix, awesome. right? Yeah. Called Ambulance. Is it Netflix? I don't know. I believe it is. I believe it's Netflix. I, I don't know. think. Uh, this looks like a blast. This looks like it's. It, it's just first of all, it's like it just looks like pure bay. Like the cars look good. The yeah, the flares look good. It's in a city. There's the, the chases look. It's the action. Like I'm just. I'm all in this. Hall and Yaha. Like I'm like yo. I am so pumped. And it takes a little twist there at the end in the ambulance. Like it. It just. It just screams like this is like Michael Bay and he's back. And I'm pumped. Okay, it's it. not Netflix. I was wrong, but. Um, it is going to be a theatrical release. So yeah, I'm pumped. I hope to. I can't wait to see it. It looks fun. Yeah. It looks good. It does. It's it's a typical Michael Bay. They even showed like the slow mo shots where like yeah, people are turning their heads, and it's Wonder very that. much a Michael Bay movie. It's like you said, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Yaha. Um, Yaha. Um, it's got a. It's got some similar beats to. Oh God, I was on the tip of my tongue. Now I'm forgetting. What speed? Uh, no, not really speed. Oh, this. I forget the name of the movie. It recently came out with Jason Statham. Um, if you saw that one, folks, I Transporter can't remember. Transporter 9. <laughs> no, it was not a Transporter film. It just came out this year, and I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting the name. I'll look it up in a little bit and bring it back. But it has some similar beats to that. Uh, but 
Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Like you said, this, there's a speed element to it because there's a uh, uh, in the trailer they show you a chase. Yeah, you're driving an ambulance. There's the ambulance part of it. Like there's the day of the movie in there. So it's very, it was very, very cool, very action packed. Definitely very Michael Bay. Uh, if you like his back. movies, I think it'll be nice. Yeah, if you like his movies, this is up your um, alley. Definitely up your alley. You'll get that Transformers stuff. All, like I know it kind of didn't end great with Transformers, but like. I always enjoy a good Michael Bay, even a decent Michael Bay movie. I just like Michael Bay movies. Like, you know, I, I well, like most of the Transformers movies. Sorry. They are, they are, let's, for lack of a better term, they're very masculine films. They're, all his movies are very much I would guy love films. If, dude, I'd love if Michael Bay got his hands on Superman. You know, I know, I know Garrett wow. would be really pumped. Come on, what would be better? And this is all Garrett's thinking. It's his. And I totally agree with him. What would be a, a more amazing than a Michael Bay Superman movie? Like, it'd be, it'd yeah. be great. It would be. It's right up his alley. It, It'd be a lot of fun, that's for sure. It would be yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I, I often said Guy Ritchie, Truth, Justice, the American Way, like, but like, because you know, like you said, like it's Michael Bay, but he has yeah. Patreon. I I've said Guy Ritchie in the past. I wouldn't mind seeing him do a Superman movie or a uh, even that, a Batman movie. I think he'd be good at I, either not one. Batman. I think Superman's better for Guy Ritchie, but like not but, as much as like a Michael Bay one. You know, let's let's <sighs> let's let's see what happens going forward. But as for ambulance. Yeah, it looks very it looks good. Fun. It looks it like does. a very, very good film. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look, it's not one of those movies where like he's got to impress us. He could just have fun and just do his thing. And that's when I think Bay's at his best. Yeah. Like it's, he's not, and it's also not an IP where he might be restricted or have to do certain things or things, even though he never does anyway. But he's he he, the best. Parameters. Yeah. So guys, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, go check it out. Uh, the last trailer, which is one close to my heart, uh, was for the book of Boba Fett. Now that's obviously going to be on Disney Plus. It was teased at the end of the Mandalorian season mm. um, that they were making this. And I, I've never understood the infatuation with Boba Fett. There's people who love him. And I know the comic series that they did really, really fleshed him out. And that's where the love for most people come from. Um, but when they when they had him in The Mandalorian and then they said they were doing this, I was very, very interested to see what they were going to do and how they were going to go about it. Mm. And um, I really liked the trailer. It definitely mm. – I was – it's not a series I wanted, but now that I saw the trailer, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm in. So let's let's go forward now and let's see uh, where they go with this. Um, Fennec Shand, who um, Ming Na plays played in Mandalorian, she of course will be back as his sidekick in this. Um, she favors heavily in the in the trailer. Also, there I there seem to be back on Tatooine because he's going back to Jabba's old palace, even though it was destroyed. So I have no idea how that's working or where. So uh, when does this take place? Does this take place after the sixth theatrical or well, well I guess it's the, the same timeline as the Mandalorian. So yeah, it's 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 I believe it's after that time period. But that we so just saw. is it before uh Force Awakens? Or yes. after? Oh, yes, so it's, it's before. before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Boba Fett's dope, man. He's one of the few Star Wars. Him and like Han Solo, I always thought were like the coolest Star Wars characters. See? Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, it's okay. So he doesn't die in Jedi. Well, obviously, because he's saw Mandalorian. So he's not dead. I haven't seen Mandalorian. That's why I'm asking. I'm, I'm oh, Star I thought Star you Wars watched Novice. it. No. You no, haven't Star watched it. Star Wars okay. Novice. Well... You should watch that because it's just a really good show whether you like Star Wars or not. It's uh, a very well done series. Um, so that's number okay. one, I would say. But uh, yes, he um, in the end of the last season, he comes back and okay. figures prominently in, in the and saving this is, of the this child. This guy plays him as Aquaman's dad? Yes, and he okay. um, he also played he also played Jango Fett in um, Phantom Menace. You should yes. know, recognize okay, cool. him. Okay, cool. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, uh, the, yeah. I was looking at this like, this seems like kind of like gangster. Like, it looks very mafia oriented. He's like, yes. He's like, Jabba will let you speak. I was like, this guy's got to be Sicilian. Like, Boba Fett's got to be Sicilian. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind he's Sicilian. Like, I watched this guy and he's like, speak. And, for, you know, Jabba would have killed you, but I'll hear you talk and then he'll kill you later. Yeah. Like, I was like, this thing is, I was all in on this. So I was like, I'll watch this. I think this is really fun. I, I, I kind of dig it. Um, yeah, I like it definitely has the, and, there's definitely a yeah. sit down scene. Like I was you know, all I was like, Boba yeah. Fett's Italian. Like I was like, yeah. it totally makes sense. I get it. I'm all so, for yeah. this. Yeah, so it looks very good. Uh, I know friends of ours who are very into it. Um, specifically, your one of your co-hosts on the Spider Man um, podcast, Nico Caruso, is a very big fan of Boba Fett. So he's what one of the is people. it Nico hyped for? Nico's I wanted hyped to for ask like movies about that were just announced, you know, yesterday. Like Nico's hyped for everything. He's so I know he's he very excited. 
my nephew is a big Boba Fett guy too, and I asked him, and he's very excited about it. So this is, is something you excited. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Does, does Rick know this show's coming? <laughs> <laughs> he might not. He might not know. I have no idea. Uh, he's all in on the Batman right now. Justin always teases him that he hasn't watched the Mandalorian yet. Anyway, he hasn't. So. No, he has. Oh, I was. Like, but, but we we tease him because you know Ricky how Joe. You, we know how how that is. So, but yeah, guys. So those are the three quick rundowns for the three trailers we we got recently. Um, all of them, again, pretty good, selling what they need to sell. I think most people who listen to us, if you're a Star Wars fan, we're going we're gonna to watch Boba Fett anyway, so I don't know what if it moved the needle there. I hope it moves the needle with the, um, the general audience, uh, but it's really not made for them. So we'll see how that goes and turns out. So speaking of, not trailers, but speaking of movies that are coming up, um, actually, I'm sorry. This is not a movie. It's a docu-series. I mentioned Netflix before. They are doing a docu-series on Bernie Madoff um, from Joe Berlinger. So he's the filmmaker attached to it. It's based off Jim, Jim Campbell's book, Madoff Talks, uncovering the untold story behind the most notorious Ponzi scheme in history. And the series will explore the cautionary tale of big money, insatiable greed, and a broken system that enabled one man to single-handedly manipulate the global financial market. Campbell spent a decade talking to Madoff in prison, and he is among those interviewed for the series. So, if you live in this area, especially like Pete and I do, this story was it was huge all over the world. It was one the of the greatest things ever. <laughs> but yeah, here in New York, it was a very, very big story for a very long time. Oh man, uh, there's a lot of tragedy attached to it too. One of his sons committed suicide because of this. I um, just there- I'm talking about the Mets angle, like that's me. That's why I loved it. <laughs> But that's me. He's a horrible person. But the whole Met stuff is great. Like that's I can't wait. I'm gonna read this book. I was like, oh, this stuff's yes. fantastic. It's well, right fa- up my alley. Uh, yeah, famously, the New York Mets owners at the time, not Steve Cohen, but their previous owners, the Wilpons, the Wilpons, yes, were involved in the Ponzi scheme, and it did. They said it didn't impact <laughs> their spending on the team, which turned out to be complete crap because. It did. Jeff's it most clueless. certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff was clueless. Yeah. Whole so, time. so yeah, there was also a movie a few years ago on HBO starring um, Robert De Niro, who played Madoff. If I didn't guys, know this. Yes, there was a couple on an HBO film a couple years ago that came out. out. De Niro um, is Madoff. That sounds yeah, great. De Niro played Madoff, so it, it's a pretty good film. But that's obviously that was a dramatic tale. This is a docu series, so there's going to be more um, true people that are involved in it. Um, it's also, it's also added to Netflix's list of things coming out, which is Tiger King 2, Who cares Puppet Master that? Hunting, The Ultimate Con Man, The Tinder Swindler, Trust No One, The Hunt for Crypto King, and Bad Vegan. So that's interesting. Things- Bad Vegan. I think that's about my friend Ryan O'Loughlin. He is a, he's a diehard vegan. Uh, he, it's to the point where like he throws chicken tenders at me. He's, he's very, uh, wow. He's, oh, he's crazy. If I, if he sees me eating things, he, he, he like, and like that I eat things, bad. you know, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a gobble. Like I eat a lot. So like, he's crazy. He's crazy. I mean, I love him, but Ryan's nuts. But like bad vegan. He's a, he's a crazy vegan. Yeah, man. So this, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested in this uh, only because, again, this was such a big news story here in this area because he. This is where he, most of the stuff took place in in the New York area. So. Um, I think it's fascinating. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, I didn't know about this De Niro thing. I'll have to check that out either. But yeah, it was, <laughs> dude, it was on the radio every day. Like Francesca would talk about this nonstop. And it was, I'd love to hear yeah, more I mean, about it. It, it impacted and, a lot. Of, it was a lot of famous people, not just the, the Wilpons, but a lot yeah. of famous people are also involved in this. And uh, it's crazy that he was able to pull this off. Like every time I read about it and how it happened, oh, it's just crazy to me. I can't believe they all fell for it. But <laughs> when you have that nuts. much money, I guess you stop asking questions. I, You're getting all these returns. You just like, Hey, this is working. So I don't know how it works. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm it's, like, a scheme. it's kind of like a pyramid type thing. I know where... that doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> like, thank God I don't have money. So I can't fall victim to a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> you know, like I would probably be up there with Jeff and Fred. 
See, so, you wouldn't be laughing so hard then if it was if you were I'm laughing hysterically right now. <laughs> I can't wait. It's it like, was tough. Man. I just it's it's one of those fun moments of like sports history where like I can go back, I can look at that and laugh and just enjoy it for a little bit. It's I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't have disdain for the Mets, so it doesn't really it's, it's not the it's same. Sad. Just I know like, what you're saying. If it was gonna happen to a team, it would happen to them. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. If this was gonna happen to something associated with a baseball team, it would be the Mets. Yeah. So I, I hear you on that. And if you if we have Mets fans listening, we're Pete's sorry he's laughing at your I, <laughs> at I got a stuff ninety one Yankee team. Like I my team's not any better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah so guys look for that coming on netflix um i'm trying to see when it's supposed to be coming out i'm sorry uh it just is coming soon so we'll see when, it, when that actually happens if you guys want to read about it this article is in the wrap so you can go check the wrap and and look for that as well a couple of other couple we a little bit more casting news now. I, one of the previous shows, I don't remember if it was the last one or the one before that we did the news, we told you that Christopher Nolan had cast one of his former Nolan. actors who he always cast in his film, um, Cillian Murphy, to play the lead role in Oppenheimer. Well, now we got word that Emily Blunt has also joined the cast, and she will play the wife of Robert J. Oppenheimer, of course, the, who is the scientist who ran the Manhattan Project that led to the invention of the atomic bomb. And Dr. Manhattan. Yes. If you want to tie it into <laughs> if we're gonna tie it into of DC and, and, and comics, then yes. Watchman, yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Yes, he's all he's all it's all here. It's all together. But um so that's pretty cool news. Emily Blunt is a good actress and it's just, just adding an you know It's interesting. She came off like two billion dollar movies in the article they said. One of them was the Jungle Cruise. I was like, yo, that movie sold crazy. I still have to yeah. see it. Uh I'm Quiet Place too. Yeah, which I have to see. I haven't seen those. I hear, I hear they're fantastic. The um, first one's good. I haven't seen the second one yet. You know, so. I mean, it's Nolan, baby. He's back. He's ready to take over the box office. Let's go. You know, everyone, yeah, this, everyone's talking trash about Tenet. Well, guess what? Nolan's coming back. The and this is the also team. the first, um, his first film with Universal, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. First, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so the goat has come to claim the crown. Everyone got to laugh. But guess what? Nolan is back. I'm pumped. I get it. <laughs> Nolan. Nolan. Nolanites unite. We're coming back, baby. We're coming back oh, strong. Goodness. Ooh. Nolan. Oh, boy. Hmm. Come on. You love it. <laughs> Nolan. Smartest guy in the room. Nolan. No, that's what I haven't liked. Nolan. His, that's what I didn't like about Tenet. I don't want to again. He's Nolan. He's Nolan. Let him do his thing. He's Nolan. Even though, again, I think the movie was good. I just have to watch it again. I still I haven't still... seen Tenet. So, I'm not going to see it until no. everyone admits it's a masterpiece. How's that? How's that, <laughs> well, Twitter? No, most, Take that, Twitter. Most of his films I like. I mean, I'm not going to – of course, I'm not going to lie about that. He's, he's, he's great. Most of his movies I've really, really enjoyed. But I still love Dunkirk. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but that's fine. Eric doesn't um, like planes, apparently. I love planes. You don't love planes. I love them. Eric hates Starscream. What? I'm just saying, you don't like. Planes. I hate Starscream's voice. Yes, oh, I don't like his. It's always voice. something. It's always something. Always something. <laughs> no. All right. So moving right along. Um. So last month, no, not last month. Yes, last month. I think two episodes ago, we talked about, or maybe the beginning of October. I think it was because that's when the movie came out. We talked about the Many Saints of Newark, and I loved and it. You know, and what we thought about it. I thought it was okay. I thought it could have been better. I think I thought it should have been a series. And along those lines, David Chase is in discussions with Warner Media to do a Sopranos sequel prequel. to the Many Saints of Newark. Oh wow! Well, huh. Yes, it's a prequel to the show, but a sequel to the Many Saints of yes. Newark. Um, what would you call that? Presequel? <laughs> Preschool? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be cool. if, if It's going to pick up, obviously, right after the, um, the Many Saints of Newark left mm -hmm. off. So it'll probably – it'll definitely focus on Tony um, as he grows more powerful. Um, it'll probably also – Johnny Boy, I think. I think – Right, a little more on Johnny Boy. Which is great because Burnthal. I love Burnthal. I would love more Burnthal. Um, yep. I thought the kid who played Sill was great. I'd love the kid who played Pussy. Um, I thought he was great. So I'd love to see these kids grow into the roles, kind of like uh, the Shazamly. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's cool. <laughs> I'm all about it. You know, like uh, more Michael Gandolfini. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm in. Um, I hope it happens. He says he's only going to do it if Terrence Winter 
uh, does it writes a script with him. Right. I hope that's the case because I know Terrence Winter is not on the new <laughs> Arkham GCPD show. So hopefully right. he left that with the hopes of joining David Chase and just you know making Sunday dinners that much more enjoyable for everyone across America. <laughs> right, and this this of course came off the the news that Chase had signed a five year first look development deal with Warner Media. So. Now that you have that and then you have this and again, um, depending on how you felt about The Many Saints of Newark, even if that turns out being like the movie intro to a series, then I think it's great because I just want more of this world anyway. So yeah, this I, is going to be I awesome. I want more gangster stuff. And that's that's kind of like why I was saying Boba's like so appealing to me. I was like, this is very gangster. So, right. Like I, I, you know, it's been a while. I feel like the last good gangster thing I've seen – because I haven't watched The Irishman, is Black Mass. And that wasn't even, like, loved. Yeah, that's true. So we shall, of course, see what happens. But if this does come to fruition, but it's cool that they're talking about it, and it's cool that there seems to be mutual interest. So we'll wait, wait and see what happens there. More Star Wars news happened, and more Star Wars news about a... a guy returning that i really could care less about <laughs> in the rundown this is called eric stuff yes pete labeled this eric stuff uh which is kind of smart because i'm not a fan of this guy but i thought you were into this i thought this no, was I'm, like your thing i'm into the show i mean well, well let no, me get you, to you, don't, you don't even like this kid? oh yeah you go do your thing tell everyone let me who, who <laughs> let me talk about what we're, let me get to what we're talking about so yeah. we had heard a couple months ago i want to say probably three or four months ago now that hayden christensen was returning to the obi-wan series to co-star with ewan mcgregor and be to play anakin darth vader whatever he's going to play to reprise that role well He's also returning to the new Ahsoka series that's coming out. Now, we got in the in last season on The Mandalorian, we got a live first look at a live action Ahsoka Tano, who, of course, was a character that was added when the Clone Wars series came out years ago. And it was she was portrayed by Rosario Dawson. Well, we found out at the investors call earlier this year that they were doing a show on Ahsoka series, and now we're finding out that not, on, not only is it a show, but Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, will be returning to um, reprise the role in this show. So as I've said, I'm not a big fan. I was never a big fan of the casting of Hayden Christensen to play this role. I did not like his portrayal of Anakin, especially in Attack of the Clones. It was a little better in Revenge of the Sith. I know there's a huge fan, um, group of fans who love this news and are happy he's coming back and all this other stuff. And I think it's cool to tie it to it. I think there's a little, there's a lot of fan service going on with it. But for me, they could have recast the role and just said he was coming back and I would have been fine with it. So. I love how this guy is like the most controversial thing in Star Wars history. Like He's definitely up there. Like everything about this 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 actor, I feel like coming back, and I like some people hate it, some people love it, some people love his performances. You know, Sand is infamous. I just <laughs> as someone who's just like, oh, it was all right. Like he was fine. Like I, you know, I don't think he's an issue, but like I'm just surprised. Like when everyone everyone wants Ryan Reynolds to come back as a freaking Green Lantern, and then this kid is like, I know. it's lukewarm. So I know it's interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, like I said, for me, it's it's much ado about nothing. I don't care if he's. He's back. That's fine. I'm not going to trash it. It's not going to make me not watch the show. Of course, I'm going to watch the show, but it's kind of, eh, they could have cast another actor to play him and I would have been just as happy that the character was coming back. Um, so it's cool. It's like I said, a little bit of fan service. You're getting a lot of Star Wars stuff here. Um, just a couple, just Boba in this. I think that's all we have. So That's uh, still a lot. I mean, in between movies. But- yeah, that's true. And Mandalorian. Mandalorian's been huge. Oh, the content we're getting, yeah. The, the Star Wars yeah, stuff that we're getting. A lot. How they're expanding the universe with the Bad Batch too. That was a very, very good um, show. If you guys haven't watched it yet, definitely go check it out. The Bad Batch I thought was very, very good. Very that's underrated. an animated show, right? Yes, it's animated. Um, and that's what – isn't there more oh, – no, that's the only one, isn't it, there? Well, it's the only season that we've gotten so far. I don't remember if they announced we're getting a second one uh, yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have. I think but they probably will. Uh, it's a very, very – it's a show that deals with the with characters that are brand new. We hadn't heard of them before. Okay. Um, okay. Until actually the, the last season of The Clone Wars, which they just did this year. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, it was a very good offshoot and it was very well done. So we'll see, we'll see what happens going forward with that. But I'm very, very happy <clears throat> that we're getting a lot, a lot more star- new what, in Star Wars content. What are you more happy with at the moment? The current state of DC or the current state of Star Wars? <sighs> That's a good question. I'm, I'm excited about both. Uh, I think DC's in the best position it's been in a very long time. We agree on that. Um, so I think for for status of the IP and of everything that they're doing, I have a lot of excitement for the DC stuff. Again, we're getting, like we all know, we're getting the Batman, but we're also getting um, the Flash movie. And, you know, it, it's two different timelines, really, and that's cool. I think that's cool that we're getting two different yeah. sets of, of stories and two separate timelines. So I love that part about it. And then when you look at the Star Wars stuff, again, I like that they're fleshing out um, parts of the universe that they've never done before. So adding, I mean, Ahsoka is a character that was here before, but now they're giving her her own show mm-hmm. where she's getting to grow a little bit. And the Bad Batch was a, was a jump into territory they had never explored before. Um, at least on screen, so now they they have that show. So I like that they're the development that both um, both places are going. It's a very exciting time for all fans. I think it's an exciting time for fans. Period of all this comic. Oh, please, comic please, I'm I'm ecstatic. Like there's nothing. I can't wait. Like this is uh, please. I, I'm excited for Far From Home. Like stop complaining, <laughs> all of you. All right. Well, since you brought that up, we'll just shoot to that story. Uh, we got a movie picture, an official movie poster reveal, reveal last night. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. Um, very cool. Very, very Best cool. Best MCU got- poster, Spider-Man, Sony thing, just this merger. Best one they've done. Easily, by far, hands down. Best yep. We have the... You have the sign of the bomb. You have Goblet in the back. You have Doc Ox tentacles. Sand. In like the poster. All of it. Yes. It's, it's very, beautiful. very cool picture. It it definitely mm-hmm. tells you everything that's going on. I don't care about the suit. Oh. The, the poster looks great. I, 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 I Honestly, I'd buy the poster. And I, everyone knows I hate the suit. Suit doesn't bother me. As long as the movie's, it, as long as the movie's good, suit's not going to bother me. Same thing happened in Dark Knight. Like that, he looks like he's wearing a puzzle. <laughs> movie's right. too good. I can't complain about it. Um, this looks fantastic i can't wait you know like they're talking about this being like spider-man endgame like, right uh, yeah no, do yeah. it shoot your shot be ambitious let's go like I'm, yeah. i pray to god you're not biting more often you can chew but like you're already making it so here we i got just hope to god i get there and i enjoy it and right now I, I, it's great i don't care who's in it <laughs> if you throw in two guys that i wasn't expecting so be it if they're not in it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna light my torch so uh, i'm not grabbing right. my pitchfork I, I just the fact that you're giving me what you're giving me is good enough for me and just I'm excited. I mean, you know, like everyone knows, I didn't like Far From Home. That's a bad taste. I'm hoping to God, right. this thing, I hope this thing is juicy and succulent with some fried onions on top. Like, I just, I, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just pumped. Let's go. Bring it on. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty um, It's pretty crazy to think that it's, it's coming in about a month now, like a little over a month. Yeah, like no um, more trailers. I don't need no more trailer. Just give me the so, movie. It's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we also there was an article in Empire the end of last month where where John Watts talks about what you said that mm-hmm. it's a very he said it's very ambitious and I called a Spider Man Endgame. Like, do um, it. He deserves show. it. He's freaking Spider Man. Let's go. Right. So it's I'm so really, fun. I think we're all um, all looking forward to this one, no matter what side of the line you fall on, because there's so much mystery surrounding certain things. Yeah, just go. So, it sounds great. Yeah, let's let's do this. Um, let's again, do this. Awesome. It was awesome to get that poster too. That was pretty. Freaking poster cool. looks great. I honestly, I want to buy the poster. I, I so is allposters.com even an active website anymore? I don't know, but I would check. But uh, I do. I'd I would love to buy. Check. I'd love to. I'd love to check it out. So one more. I'll throw this in too because it just came out today, and we were talking about it in the chat for a little while. Um, one more. Uh, another little piece of current news is that. Um, Patty Jenkins, as we know, at the Disney Investors Call, was was they showed a little teaser trailer that she was going to be doing a Star Wars movie called Rogue Squadron, and we heard that that was del- going to be delayed today. Uh, so I don't know if it ties in to Wonder Woman, um, Wonder Woman 3. I don't know what the whole story is technically behind it, um, but they haven't changed the release date. They just said that it's kind of being delayed. So, so that means they haven't started this movie yet, correct? Yes, I would assume it's not. Um, so, there another, there's another little rumor out there that that they might be replacing it with the Knights of the Old Republic. 
a film. I don't know how much I trust that rumor. I, I've seen Star Wars rumors come from places sometimes that are crazy, and then they turn out to be true sometimes. So I, this is this wasn't a you know WGTC thing that I saw it on, but it was it could it it's not exactly a place I totally trust. So I don't know if that's the case. But why um, are you reading shady news? Why do you even bother reading shady news? It's because again, it's from a site that has gotten things right before. So it's one of those, but they've also gotten things wrong. So it's kind of one of those you're kind of like, uh, I don't know to believe it or not. Nah. So that's why I'm kind of asking questions. So if you guys, anyone out there who's a Star Wars fan has heard that we might be getting Knights of the Old Republic from a reliable source, tweet at me, let us know, because I'd love to know. Um, I'd like to know what's going Knights on. Knights of the Old Republic is is a video game and comic book series that was very very popular and talks it talks about a time in star wars that's way way before any of the time periods that we we know of so it'd be pretty cool if we got something like that and fans have wanted it for a long time so if anyone knows you know let me know uh, i'll let patty do what she wants of course of course whatever she's, she's she can do i mean if it's things. wonder woman i'll since we went since i went there i'll keep up with the wonder woman stuff that um there's also news again, Linda Carter, which we heard, which we found out at Fandom, um, she will be returning in Wonder Woman three. It was kind of teased at the end of eighty four too, so we kind of knew mm-hmm. she was around, uh, but she will be back. Um, Gal Gadot spoke about it, and uh, she said, first of all. Linda has mentored me from the very first moment that I got cast as Wonder Woman. She was always there talking to me, giving me tips and everything. She's a true champion of what Patty and I have been doing. And it was so great that we managed to find the right opportunity to bring her to the last movie and now to the third one. So it was kind of cool how they brought her in at the end of 84, uh, the role that they gave her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to mo- her being in this. She's literally the first... I, I was so young, but I want to say crush. I remember having <laughs> was Linda Carter's Wonder Woman from the TV show. I'm sure. So anytime that she could be brought back, I'm all for it. Oh man, look at my life, right, uh, dude. I'm I'm pumped as someone who thoroughly enjoys Wonder Woman '84. Uh, I'm I think this is great news. Uh, you know, Keaton's back. Carter's back. It's a shame, uh, you know, Mr. Reeves and Mr. Reeves are gone. Otherwise, I'm sure they'll be back. Hell, Dean King came back one time. Um, <laughs> so the goats are coming back. He was. He was on Supergirl. I think he lasted like a season. Um, the goats are coming back. Uh, it's great news all around. I love how they're being reincorporated into mythology and such. I mean, John Wesley Ship, another one. He's a Flash of, of yeah. a different era. He is a new Flash now. Um, it's just, it's great to see what was old kind of become. Uh, new again and you know we all love these characters and we all grow up with specific iterations and stuff whether it's on television or in print so it's great I, I, I love it I think it's wonderful I can't wait to see how she's incorporated into the story um, I love the Amazon opening sequence of uh, uh, Wonder Woman 84 so if she's on the island or something I don't know well, it'd be interesting because she seems to be kind of you know going around doing good deeds in man's world uh, so the last time we checked in with her so just again just excited just again mystery speculation having fun can't wait to see uh, what Patty and team comes up with so just you know, great news in, in my opinion yeah, and man, she looks incredible still. Like this woman does not age. It's unbelievable how good she looks. So, guys, you could you, as you know, you can find, DNA, yeah, man. As you know, you can always find everything we talk about on on our Facebook pages. So, if you guys want to check the story out, it's in the Hollywood Reporter as well. So, you want to go give that a look. But um, very very cool news, and it's cool to see that how. Um, both of them, how much Gal Gadot respects Linda Carter and, you know, what she's meant to her for the for playing Wonder Woman. It's been very, very cool to see that relationship. So look forward to that when we get Wonder Woman 3, whenever it's coming out. <laughs> I'm so. in no rush. Let them take their time. Let Patty and Jeff write the script. Let them enjoy it and, you know, create it with love and all that good stuff to make the best movie possible. So. Right. So you brought up Superman. And as we know, Michael B. Jordan has been um, in development of a Valzad project. Yes. yes, And we got we have finally have a couple writers 
that were added um, that are going to be writing the script. So Darnell Medeir, I guess that's how you say his name, and Josh Peters are set to write Valzad, which of course is the HBO Max adaptation that Michael B. Jordan's Outlier Society is producing for DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers Television. So these two guys have been around for a little while. They wrote a project that Sam Raimi, Raimi directed called The Nola. Um, they were one hour pilot of the of Hannibal. Okay. Um, so they've done a couple things. They work on Transformers: Rise of the Beast for Paramount Pictures. Have you watched? Which that? You know it's coming out. Huh? Oh, oh, that's not the show that's out now. Okay. No, no, that's the movie that. That's the movie. Okay. I, yeah. There's so a lot of Transformers stuff out there. I get confused. Yeah. So they've been in, they've been a part of that. Oh, that's good. Um, that's yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. There's still no word on if Michael B. Jordan is going to be playing Valzad. We we still don't know about that. Um, I think it'd be cool if he did, but he's busy with a lot of other things going on. So these guys have done some things, and it's cool that we finally have a writer. At least we know now that yeah. at least this thing's going to have a script. Yeah, it's nice to see the project moving along. I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing what they do with Valzad. Uh, you know, it, when Valzad was created, uh, Earth Two has lost their like classic superheroes as Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne, and Diana Prince. Like they all die in like an invasion of Steppenwolf, and the new hero. Arise and Valzad comes on actually much later than that second generation of heroes. He's almost like the third generation of hero who takes over that earth. So, you know, coming from comics, like, oh, wow, that's like an ex- extensive chore to like, we've got to cast all these guys and then kill them off. Like, you wonder what they're going to do, like, how creative they're going to, uh, you know, actually be like how how like what are the liberties they're going to take so we'll see what happens with that and that's what's really interesting about this to me because i think it'd be so different than what i've read i think it's gonna be really different you know so yeah so that um that's very cool that we have writers that was one of the projects i remember us talking about off off um off record that we were just kind of like is this gonna happen we don't know because we had the other one also with with Tanahisi Coates and I think we're going to get one Abrams. of the two. I don't think we get both. Right. I think we get one of the two. So well, looks now we have you know I I've obviously know Tanahisi Coates was written, but now this seems to be a little bit more further in development. So it's a cool little race they're kind of having. Be honestly, they're kind of neck and neck. I think. I know. So I don't know. I, I think the Coates one has to be handed in by Christmas, like I said. Well, December, right? Like it's yeah. got. So I think when the uh, the the Valzad one is finished, I think they just look at the two scripts and they pick the one they like the best. I agree. I think that's what we're gonna. Get. I don't think we're gonna get both projects. You're right. I think they get one or the other. So uh, be cool. All right, so from Valzad, let's go to someone who I know is near and dear to your heart. Of course, I'm talking about Kara, who of course is Supergirl, Kara Zor-El, of course is Supergirl, whose show is ending, and the star of that show was Melissa Benoist. Now, I remember her, I um, I will say this proudly, I was a Gleek, I liked the show Glee, Glee, and she used to be on that show. And Grant Gustin was, right? They were both Yes, Glee. Grant Gustin was also on it, so um, that's how I first got introduced to her. And then, as we famously know, I'm not a huge fan of the show Supergirl. I don't. You should be. It's great. This season. I liked her. And <laughs> she was okay in the role. She kind of grew on me with with all the crossovers and they stuff. They take like liberties. Kinda... I'll tell you that much. Huh? They take liberties. Everything they did with uh, <laughs> Mr. Harwood. He's oh. in... there's a lot of liberties. The Arrowverse does all the time. I got yeah. used to it on Arrow. It's just it's just what they do. They they take Greg Berlanti's like yes, I know these characters, but. Uh, I'm gonna I, do what I want to do. The worst iteration of Cyborg Superman <laughs> I've ever seen, and I, but I love Mr. Hardwood. So yeah, so we know they take liberties, but it's a pretty cool. It was an article, uh, interview she did with Entertainment Weekly where she's talking about the end of the time of playing Supergirl, and it's cool to read most of. There's a lot of stuff she gets into, but the thing I took most from it was how the role kind of changed her. Um, yeah, as a person, that. and how right, and how she used it to get through a tough time in her life, and it made her stronger playing a, a superhero. Yeah, and I always think that stuff is cool when an actor uh, can do that, can throw themselves into a role that they get, especially one empowering like obviously a superhero is, 
and they can find themselves in that. I think that's an awesome thing. That's why acting is such a cool, cool profession because you get to do these things uh, that don't, most of us don't get to do. Like I would love to play like Luke Skywalker. I've been, a, that's been my guy since I'm a little boy. If I ever had that chance, it'd be, I would love that. for you to be like, Oh, who would you be? If I could get cast Eric. <laughs> oh, great. I can't wait to hear this. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> uh, it's gotta, obviously it's gotta be an athletical feature. So it'd have to be a football movie. It would be, you'd have to be like the long Island, Michael Orr or something like that. You know, it ought to be like small. way too small. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't know. I mean, you were the Bat Boy at Fenway Park this summer, so like anything's possible. <laughs> Yo, that's so true, man. I can't believe that. I if can't. you guys don't know what we're talking about, I wish I could. We need to find the picture again, Pete. You need to post it's it on up fa- again. It's on the Facebook page. It's all there. It's all yeah. There. It's all he there. Post- that was oh, so with that his hat on uh, like a dead ringer. <laughs> it was a dead ringer. I was like, oh, over there. So as a fan of Supergirl. And the show, Pete, and watching her over these past six years, did the article, did the interview bring out anything for you that you didn't know? It was cool just hearing her, like you said, reflect on the role and talking about like what she liked and what she, you know, like how she grew as a person. Like she had this role for six years. It it changed her life. She and she grew into a woman and she was happy to inspire other women and stuff like that. And, you know, she mentioned how she's essentially the first female lead superhero since Linda Carter, like we mentioned earlier. Like that's a that's a big deal. Like how many, you know. Uh, you know, I guess you could say Birds of Prey as well, but Birds of Prey only lasted for like a season. Right. So this has been around for six years. It's been one of the longer CW shows. You know, like Arrow had like what a three year head start. Flash had like a one year head start. So yeah, you know, it it, it you know it got more seasons than Black Lightning. You know, Black Lightning ended after four, so it's one of the longer running shows. And I'd say. Legends probably outruns it a little bit. I'd say Legends probably has a year ahead of it. I think so. I think but, it went Arrow was first, and then after two or I think two seasons or three seasons, then like Flash that. came. Yeah, then then Legends, and then but, uh, Supergirl. You know, she okay. she just talked about growing up as a person. She's like, I don't remember the first season. <laughs> She's like, there was a lot going on. My life changed so drastically the first season. But she loves the first season so much. Uh, she just she loves the episodes with Kevin Smith. She said uh, right. Superman Supergirl lives is her favorite episode. And there was a lot in season one she liked a lot, even though she doesn't remember it. Um, you know, yeah, I think it was, it was just cool. cool. Yeah, it was cool to hear her talk about how she also became more empowered as the show went on. Like she said in season one, she would never say no or I can't do something or she always tried to please everyone. And then she said by the end, she was like, You'd be the team player. She's probably like, I've been on this harness all day. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't blame her. I've seen her. I've seen her on that thing. I've seen Brandon Routh. I've seen Henry Cavill. Like, it's like that thing doesn't look comfortable and they're just blowing this fan in your face. I was I know, like, yeah, no, so. I get it. So, uh, you know, it's just cool to just behind the scenes stuff and she's going to miss the show and she's, you know, she uh, talked about just Makai Brooks and Jeremy Jordan who were on the show early on and left early, you know, and, you know. Her and, husband. Who yeah, she, he, he's on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and she loves the crossovers and she, you know, she openly admitted. She's like, hey, look, it's a CW. She's like, I'm pretty sure I'll be back at some point, you know, like, and that's what's great. Yeah. Like, you know, once covid you know hopefully comes down a little bit more uh we'll get you know more stuff like that because i'm i feel like if things were like three years ago uh supergirl would have been on superman and lois and vice versa right like they, somebody like jonathan or jordan would have made a cameo on supergirl you know and they would have right. done like some fluffy fun cousins in the cities type stuff so uh i'm all right. for it and that's what's great about the cw i love all the cw shows you all know that i review batwoman and i praise it <laughs> i give it it's the best c it's the best c no. plus ever get. it's a c plus you, it's a c plus it's fair it's a fair grade but you don't love all the shows because you still haven't watched arrow which it i cannot I, believe. it doesn't mean i don't like it i just have to get there i still haven't watched legends either <laughs> that's true that's true i just haven't got dude there's uh, so much stuff i'm fu- i'm behind on supergirl i'm behind on flash i'm behind on doom patrol i'm behind on star girl on patrol you know the yeah. only good thing about supergirl ending is i won't be far behind anymore because eventually i'll catch up right. there's no more, yeah there's no more for them to add so you don't have oh, to worry about so it's like yeah. one less thing when i finished off i'm like oh good flash doesn't start yet but i think it starts <laughs> like the fourth i think it starts like next week so i'll be behind on that stuff so but uh i'm having fun yeah and, you know it's it was good to hear her talk i love her i, I loved when she talked at a uh, fandom it was great i just 
Yeah, it's it's cool. I've I've loved this show since it was on C- CBS, and you know, while I miss Callista Flockhart, there there, you know, there are other bigger issues. <laughs> they did some crazy yeah. things. I did. Oh, I had no problem with Jimmy Olsen being Jack, but Jimmy Olsen being Guardian, I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what is this? And then at least his sister at least looks like the Guardian. But um, there was a lot of cool stuff in the show, and I know that that was yeah. I, it's weird that I watched the first season and I wasn't a huge fan, but I'm I liked Callista Flockhart's character, so I'm like, I'll stick with it if it, and then they she did not back then they moved to cw and that shooting locations moved to vancouver and not la and she yeah she was out which was a bummer but um i enjoy it i like the show it's fun it's not perfect it's not my ideal version of supergirl but it's better than nothing and it's a fun it's fun sometimes and we get a real martian manhunter (laughs) of course right yes we we got a real martian manhunter in that somehow some way they were able to make hank henshaw the martian oh man was that a journey that was a journey and i actually there's one season i think you would i think if you just watch season four because it's hardcore politics and immigration i think you'd really be into it i swear to god it was right up your alley when it was going down like you and rick i'm telling you just watch season four i'm telling you to skip ahead agent liberty really interesting stuff Okay, well maybe maybe I'll give that a shot. You were asking for stuff to fall asleep to, and you didn't want to watch Batwoman. <laughs> that is that it's true. That is what you suggested I do is watch Batwoman fall asleep. I just I first of all I, I know he probably get bored. I, I'd love it if the show got the you know the the rating bump Zaddy style. You know, just play it and fall asleep. So, so is there is there a cooler actor um, than Chris Pratt? Like. I think he's so cool. Every time I see him, he just seems to be so happy that he's doing what he's doing. Like he's a I very, very, Cruise. huh? I feel like Tom Cruise. Nah, he's Tom Cruise is weird. <laughs> Chris Pratt just looks like he loves what he's doing, and he's just so happy to be there. Every time I see him, that he's just happy that he has this great life and he gets to act and do what he loves to do for a mm-hmm. living. And he is getting to play a character that, as a child, I loved very much. And, well, not play, but voice a character. And, of course, I'm talking about Garfield. Um, Garfield is one of my favorite comic strips from a kid when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, there's There was a show. There was a cartoon about it. Uh, he's been around forever. So they're doing a movie. And Chris Another Pratt one. is – Yes, and Chris <laughs> Pratt is voicing – Garfield. So, I didn't hate the Bill Murray ones. Yeah, they weren't bad. The first one I like. They I don't like. Bad. I think the second one I didn't like. I, know, I believe they made two. Yes, it was 2004's um, Garfield, and then Garfield: A Tale of Two Kitten Kitties. Yeah, I didn't like that one. The first one I enjoyed. Yes. And as you know, like you just said, Bill Murray voiced the character. But Pratt has been all over the place. We are. We know he's going to be doing Super Mario Brothers. We're voicing Mario. Jurassic World, whatever right? that one is. Alien but he also vo- he voiced um, in the Lego movie. I forget the character's name, but he was the main voice in yes, the Lego yes, movie. Yes, he was. So yeah, man. So he's been voicing. He's was he in What If? Voice. Was he in What If? Oh, I don't think he didn't. He, he didn't voice, voice. Uh, Burger Peter. No, I don't think he did. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm excited. You know, it's it's Garfield. It's cool. I love lasagna. Garfield loves lasagna. It's like a match made in heaven. Garfield's Italian, obviously. Um, so Garfield and Boba Fett must be related. So, um, so yeah, so that was pretty. That's pretty cool. And like I said, this guy just seems to be this uh, living his best life right now. Seriously, like he's got married to Schwarzenegger. Daughter, right? I didn't know he did that. I had no idea. Is that her name? I think Arnold Schwarzenegger. I forget. It might be. I don't know. But yeah, he's just living his best life right now, and he just seems to be getting all these voice roles. The Mario Brothers, the Super Mario Brothers ones, was weird because he's not who I think of when I think of Mario. Hopefully, he can change his voice a little bit. Yep. But Garfield obviously is a cat, so anyone could be Garfield. I think he'll be right for this one. So, of course, everyone wants him to take over as Indiana Jones. When Harrison I, Ford is done, I would love it if they did not make any Indiana Jones movies without Harrison Ford. Like I'd much rather him. I'd rather have old Harrison than young Pratt. Let's put it that way. I agree. Like it, it's one of those IPs. Like I couldn't have same thing when when with Han Solo when they killed him in the Force Awakens. Like I couldn't have seen anyone else playing Han Solo. So I'd I was like glad Solo. they did that. Um, 
obviously, yeah, no, Solo, Elden Ehrenreich did a great job and, and he was excellent and much better than I thought of, but I couldn't see it until I was like, all right, well, they're doing this. So I would much rather have not, as much as I didn't need Solo, I were, turned out to really like it. So Yeah, I really dig that movie. All right, so one last thing we'll discuss really quick. Um, their news came out today about AMC's um, revenue, their quarterly revenues. And I'm just bringing this up because last year we talked a lot about during the pandemic, how when movie theaters were shutting down, I was very worried that movie theaters might not regain their strength. And it turns out that um, they did a lot better this quarter than they expected. Um, and it... Their losses of the losses from the theaters for the three month period ending in September shrunk from uh, sorry falling to twenty to two twenty four point two million or forty four cents per share compared to the nine oh five point eight million or eight dollars and forty one cents per share that the company hemorrhaged of course last year during the pandemic. That is a pretty stark change and um i just wanted to bring this up because i read the story and i told pete i said let's just talk about it again because we talked at least i talked a lot last year about how i was afraid and it seems like people really missed the movies as much as i did and we did and they're going back yeah Um, i wasn't afraid about anything i i just i just you know you had to wait for things to open up wait for people to get vaccinated or whatnot if they want to have their fake vax cards or whatever um you know i just think you had to you just had to wait it out and uh people are excited to do stuff and people want to be social and it's it's a good thing it really is it's good for the country it's good for everyone's sanity uh to go out and do things and movies are a wonderful experience and who doesn't love some popcorn and some explosions and some cool cars like that's why I'm going to go see ambulance. And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just it. Like it, it's, it's great to hear people are excited and going back to the movies. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Sports are back. Movies are back. The world's coming back slowly, but surely. Yeah. That's, that's, I think is the largest um, takeaway. I read some, uh, some, some news today too, that we're going to soon be entering the endemic phase, which obviously is after the pandemic phase. Cause the Delta variant cases are dropping drastically. That's great. Uh, yeah. So it's really, really getting, um, Back to normal. I don't know if we'll ever be the same as we were. Obviously, things are changed now. And you're I think people will be cautious. Be, but. Right. People will be a lot more cautious. But uh, this is a, one piece of good news, especially for what we talk about. This is excellent news. Um, and so people out there, if you want to get at us, tell us if you've been back to the movie movies and what your experience has been like. And Eric's always back to the movies. Yeah. I, I went – as soon as they allowed us, I went back. Um, so I've been back since last August, it's been a little over a year now. Uh, but yeah, this has been, this has been a really, really tough thing for, especially for me, for someone who really loves going. I, it's something everyone always laughs, like things people spend their money on. For me, it's going to the movies. It's just something I like to do. So, you know, but this was very, very encouraging news. I'm also an investor in AMC, not to put anything out there, but I am an investor, uh, in playing the stock market made off. Okay. So, So it's very cool that uh, the company's doing well because then my stock prices will go up and I'll make a little money in the process. So that's also nice as well. So I just wanted to throw that out. He's only in it for the money. Don't let him fool you. I'm I'm in it for the money, but I'm also in it for the perks that these things give us. Like we get a lot of perks doing these – these podcasts, guys. You oh, you mean that. like Manscaped products, which I just used and Eric had no idea? Of course. My of course crop I'm preserver. talking about Manscaped. So right, amazing. So- <laughs> I love so this support- stuff. Support for Straight Outta Gotham is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They've just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, which Pete so nicely played for you guys before. Um, yes, we're up to the 4.0. And of course, with our exclusive offer right now, you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. So definitely, guys, again, we want to thank you for supporting us last month. Keep on giving us that support. Go back there, reorder. You're allowed to use it, the, the, the code. <laughs> and sorry, do that, that again. There's nothing wrong with your radio. That was the sound of the lawnmower 4.0. The rhythmic sounds of keeping clean. Yeah, and one of the things too, guys, is it's waterproof. Um, So in the shower, yeah. So if you you know if you shave if you do your shaving and your manscaping in the shower, you can bring it in there with you and 
You're not going to end up like Uncle Fester in Adam's Family Values. <laughs> so yeah, guys. So again, 20% off plus free shipping with code Gotham at manscaped.com. And uh, we thank you. Pete and I thank you very much for, for the support so far. Yeah. All right, brother. So anything else we want to talk about before we, we shut this one down? Uh, you know, just everyone try to tweet at Eric so he watches Batwoman. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> all right, man. So give him all your socials, what you're up to, what you're doing. Um, you could follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That's the podcast you're listening to right now, Straight Outta Gotham, at straight underscore O underscore G on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook group. We have a Facebook fan, fan page. Check all that stuff out. Everything that we talk about on the podcast gets posted there first. So you can read the articles and then hear us talk about them later. Uh, make sure you follow at Team Yellow Oval as we get excited for the return of Keaton and the Oval and the Flash. Um, follow podcast number two the italian spider-man coalition podcast that i co-host with nico and nick caruso uh that is a wonderful spider-man themed podcast at italians for spidey on twitter uh read my reviews of detective comics on batman on film read my reviews of batwoman on batman on film check out my toy reviews and interviews on batman on film youtube um and uh you know check out my monthly appearance on the batman book club with the host ryan lauer and his really amazing juiced pecs um i'm trying to think what else is there um i think that's it uh eric take it away i am mine will be a lot shorter guys as you know you can find me on twitter at, at um finally 33 spell finale 33 again check us out on facebook as you guys know we have our group in our show page uh, the group is where we talk about stuff. So if you guys want to break stuff down with us when we're not here or you don't want to hit us up on Twitter, you want to join a little closed group, uh, go to Facebook and find little us there. little in the morning. Yes, a little of that. <laughs> Pete is very, very good, as he mentioned, at um, posting all of the articles that we talk about on um, our podcast are there. So definitely go there if you want to read those and then talk to us about it. Yell at us, whatever you want to do. Yell at Eric. Um, yeah, you can yell at me. It's fine. That's it. I'm used to it, so it's okay. Please yell at Eric. So yeah, so hopefully in the next few weeks, maybe we'll be talk start talking about our holiday. Maybe we might do something for the holidays again. I know last year we did the fundraiser. Uh maybe you'd like to do something like that again. I don't know if we have the time. Maybe we should make Casey Walsh an annual Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> Because he loves the holiday so much. We should just dedicate a Casey Walsh special. I think we should do that. We haven't talked to him in like a year. We haven't. And he's we got a lot to say. He's he's phenomenal on Twitter. I can't wait. So The guy hates hates Thanksgiving, so it's it's also fun. Well, has to have he used mashed potatoes? See how we come full circle, guys. See how we always come full circle for you. We're back to Rick's mashed potatoes and my mashed potatoes. And oh boy. So Again, guys, thanks for everything with the Manscaped stuff. Again, go there and check it out. Uh, again, Gotham. Code is Gotham. 20% off free shipping nationwide. Yes. Yes. So go check that out. So I think that's it. So I'm going to shut this one down. For Peter Vera, I am Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Out of Gotham, and we will see you next time. Booyah! <laughs>